0: Hey, everybody. I just wanted to take a minute and thank you for listening to this podcast. Make sure you leave a like and a review on whatever podcast platform you're getting this from. Watch my daily radio shows live stream on rumble.com slash Casey the host. And I'm moving away from Facebook onto Telegram. So please follow me on Telegram at Casey the host. And of course, my website, which is a conservative news aggregator. You can get all of the best real news every single day. Plus my daily show prep podcast videos and more the burning Truth.us. And if you like knives, kydex holsters, pepper spray, and hidden cameras, make sure you do your shopping at asdefense.com. Enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3 Michigan's Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Hope you all had a great weekend. Do want to thank RB Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. RB Car Company are your used car experts. Find them online at rbcarcompany.com. A couple weeks ago, we talked with Clifton French over at realnewsmichiana.com. He was talking to us about the teacher that he discovered, fourth-grade teacher, that is uh, in Fort Wayne. Fourth-grade teacher is the founder of the Indiana Satanic Temple. And then, shortly after that, there was a story about the the Satanic Temple having an after-school program in an elementary school in Illinois, which they, for the record, do all across the country. And joining us right now is Clifton French from RealNewsMichiana.com. Clifton, how you doing, man?
1: Hey, I'm doing well, Casey. How are you?
0: I'm hanging in there. So you you have now had some interaction with the founder of the National Satanic Temple, not the state Satanic Temple, but they thought that you were the one that did the story on the after-school program in Illinois.
1: <laughs> yeah, initially. Um, I mean, it, Let's let's just be honest here, Casey. These these people are going after our children, right? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, when anybody speaks up, they do anything they can to either intimidate or try to discredit or do whatever they can to uh, to continue to push uh, this ideology on your kids in their schools. Um, I believe that that this woman, uh, Jessica Clikus, the fourth grade teacher in Fort Wayne, mm-hmm. was put into this position um or recruited you know uh mainly because of of her stature as a as an elementary school teacher um you know that is their goal their goal is to is to infiltrate these schools and to indoctrinate our children as early as possible
0: so this this guy though because again what i find interesting is like if you go to their website they talk about how everything is they they fight pseudoscience and this sort of stuff and it's like this guy can't even get the definition of doxing right he can't, yep. uh, he, yep. he doesn't have who actually did the story. And what's interesting about that is, you know, that story about the satanic club in Illinois, like that was a national story and you didn't even write anything on that. Did you?
1: No, no, but I did have about 50,000 people read the story on the fourth grade teacher. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, and that, and that just came from, from my website alone, uh, which is, you know, a pretty impressive read the national outlets picked it up. Sure. Um, but you know, is the fact that this got the attention of of like, that that me here <laughs> got the attention of of this this guy in uh you know who who create is a co-founder um and spokesperson for the satanic temple should say a ton um you know his reach is 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 you know m- as, uh, multitudes you know higher than mine um and, he, and he's trying to attack me. It's because we're on to something right, because we're on to something that they know uh, and they don't want out there. Now, if these people were so uh, – you know, if they believed everything they were spewing about how great the, the satanic temple is, they wouldn't be hiding this. They wouldn't be attacking people. They wouldn't be doing any of these things. Um, this, is, this is their goal. They're evil, and they're trying to get to our children.
0: You know, I think that that's kind of interesting because I was reading some of the stuff that he was posting on Twitter when he was tagging you in there, attacking your military service, uh, all of this other stuff. But I thought that was an interesting point that you just you just made, too, because that was one of the things that I saw. I was like, wait a minute. Why are you so upset that people know that you guys are in elementary schools? You advertise it on your website. That you have this program. Why are you so upset about members of your temple being known to the public? Why do you want to hide that? If you're not doing anything mm-hmm. wrong, what is the point of, of getting you know upset about a reporter doing their constitutional job? Because I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting too, because he, he attacked you for being unconstitutional while you're just being a journalist. But why why hide? What are they hiding from? I, I mean, they're they're obviously hiding. I mean,
1: like I I don't if if I've done anything right that is good, I don't hide it. If I do something that is wrong, I hide it. Uh, we know this from children. I mean your three-year-old can break something and hide it, right? They know that what they did was inherently not good, that they could get in trouble for this, right? And that's exactly what these people are doing. It's not like they're being persecuted. It's not any of that stuff, but you're right. They pick and choose the constitutional amendments that they they want at the time, right? Um, In my stories, I never said a negative thing, never. While I do agree that the satanic temple is evil, that's not what my story was about. It was simply this is what's going on, um, you know. And then they interpreted it as as being, you know, this hit piece on uh, on on a teacher for her you know, constitutionally protected religious you know freedom. Uh, that's not it at all. Yep. Everybody has the, has the right to, to do whatever they want when, when right. it comes to their religion. Uh, I also have the right to 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 talk about it and to publish a story about it, especially since this is a public figure.
0: Well, and the only you know, the last time that we had you on when you published the story, you know, all we were saying is that parents should have a right to know, and then parents can make a decision about Mm -hmm. what needs to happen with their kid in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that's it. We didn't call for her to be fired. I never heard you call for her to be fired. I I never heard you say anything of that sort. So you've never, you've never even alluded to infringing upon their rights to exist as an organization or to do what they're doing. It was just simply that. Parents should be able to be informed and go ahead and make their own decisions about all of this, and have to work within yeah, the school for that.
1: Yeah, and according to Lucy and Graves, I'm a disgrace to the uniform I wore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> so, you know, you, you know, he doesn't understand he, the definition sure. of doxed, so I don't, I don't know that I would worry too much about that.
1: Uh, but I mean, these people are like they are. They they do whatever they can to attack whomever and their integrity. They just try to get under your skin and go after you. However. All he did was bring thousands of more people to my website to read that story uh, and to and and to expose
0: uh, what is going on in our schools. He did himself no favors. Well, and and he did it by blaming you for the wrong story. That's <laughs> that's what's so good about it. You know, it was funny because I was poking around when I was telling people about this. And, and last time we were on here, I played again, dad joke, devil's advocate. Um, with the the uh, satanic temple because they proclaim to be an atheistic organization and everything is science-based and all that other stuff, which is exactly the type of tools that you would use if you were actually a worshiper of the devil to try and yep. lure people away from, from faith. And that's what's so funny about this. Like, if you go to their website, that after-school program they have in Illinois, they only put their after-school program in place where a specific religious organization has their programs. So they're targeting mm-hmm. a very specific group with their after-school program. It isn't something that they're interested in doing for the benefit of all or for all kids you know, in elementary school or middle school. They're not interested in that. They're only targeting a, a group that is religiously based, non-denominational. That's their sole goal. They are attacking faith with a stated mission statement on their own website about it.
1: Yeah, exactly. So what they do is they go after. You're exactly right, and and that's another thing that they always preach is, is uh, well then how do you feel about about Christian about Christian clubs? How do you feel about this after school club?
0: Mm.
1: That's not the point. Right. That is not the point. Uh, I, I yeah, I'm not talking about that. You are. Uh, it's like, <laughs> like it's, it's they, but that's that is their their reason. They think. That that is it. That they need to attack Christianity, and they only attack Christianity, mind you. They don't attack any other religion no,
0: at all. They don't have the intestinal fortitude to attack Islam because they know what that or means. Judaism. Yeah, well, yeah, yep. or Judaism. Yeah, they know what that means. They'll get canceled or they'll get killed mm-hmm. from some jihadists. They know that, so they don't bother with it. Yep. That's why. That's why Christians are always attacked in our cultures because Christians will take it.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Um, and so this is, this is what needs to be done. I mean, people just need to be aware. People need to be aware. And honestly, every single teacher who is a member of that organization needs to be exposed. They need to be exposed. I'm not saying fire them. I'm not saying that they, they shouldn't be able to practice their religion. But once again, uh, they're, they're, they are in charge of molding these young minds. The mission statement of this, this organization is essentially to go after these children. Yes. Um, and so every single parent should understand what these people are doing, and where they are.
0: And it's right there on their website. You know, it, it clearly says that they're going to do this. They're going to do it on various social issues. They're going to do it on uh, reproductive issues, political issues, and things like that. So even if it's not a religious thing, for those of you out there who maybe don't care about faith or anything like that, they're not just targeting children based on religion. They're targeting children based on political and social issues as well, and it's in their mission statement right there on their website.
1: I mean, they're pushing. They're pushing gender theory. They're pushing CRT. Yeah. I mean, it's another one of those clubs, another backdoor way to uh, to indoctrinate children with all of these crazy. Uh, I mean, uh, socialistic, communist,
0: Marxist theories. Yeah, and they're big pushers of Planned Parenthood and, and the likes as well. So Clifton yep. French, it's uh, it's it's always interesting to see how this stuff kind of pops up. Uh, I did send this to Kill Me because I know Tucker Carlson did the the story on the uh, after school program. So I sent him this. Yeah. I, he hasn't gotten back to me. I don't know if he'll pick it up, but just you know, keep your phone handy just in case.
1: Well, I think this is a bigger story than the, uh, the after-school club, to be honest.
0: I agree so. with you. All right. Clifton French from right, RealNewsMichiana.com. You can go read the latest story, including the tweets that the National Satanic Temple founder has been uh, tweeting to Clifton French attacking him. So you can go read those right there at the RealNewsMichiana.com. Take care, bud. All right. Take care, man. All right. And then, of course, go subscribe, too. It's the only way that he gets to do this type of stuff. Clifton French does this full-time, but he can't do it without you subscribers. RealNewsMichiana.com. we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. tuning in news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel i've got a wee bit of a surprise for everybody today just 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 a little bit okay and to my shock hey josh do you think you think maybe this new live stream system is working because i spent a ton of money on it and it's not free Do you think maybe that might be the reason why do you think huh new live streaming so here's the deal If you want to watch on Rumble, you totally can. It's still going to Rumble, okay? However, no longer are the chats from other social media platforms or Discord being brought into the chat on the video. If you want to chat with other people, you have to go to my website and watch the live stream on the brand new branded player right now at theburningtruth.us. You click on watch, watch live, and you'll be able to go ahead and, and watch the live stream. It's uh, so top of the menu there. It says live stream. Just click on that. Uh, you'll go in there, and you'll be able to uh, you know go ahead and put your name in and start commenting and, and chatting with everybody. So it's entirely up to you how you consume the live stream. However, it will only... It will only be uncensored and unmanipulated on my website. That we can, we can promise you. Everywhere else, let's be honest, it's, it's going to run into some issues. So apparently Facebook is auto-transcribing it, <laughs> which I wonder if that has something to do with censorship, Josh. No, nah, no, nah, it's a convenience feature. I'm sure it's a total convenience feature uh, to transcribe automatically my videos on Facebook. I told, I'm sure it has nothing to do with any algorithms looking for certain words. Like Ovid K or anything like that. So here's the deal go to, uh, go to, not Rumble, go to theburningtruth.us, click on live stream, and you'll be able to watch the live stream and chat with everybody and hang out with us. All right. This is the new way uh, going forward until the new website is built. Justin Trudeau, Mr. Blackface Canada, has allegedly tested positive for COVID. Now, here's the thing, though. Josh, it's been a rough couple of years, man. I feel like I have purchased way more tinfoil than I usually do over the past couple of years. Uh, Reynolds rep still looking for that endorsement. Um, do you think that Justin Trudeau actually has COVID? I've got to ask this question because he, here's the thing. I don't think that he does. I don't think Justin Trudeau has COVID. Why are you laughing? What? You don't think he has? Is it, you're finally committing to this? You're finally going, eh. Josh just started laughing. Here's the thing. Hold on. Just let me play this out for just... I know. You guys don't care about Canada. All right. You will in a second because what's happening in Canada is now morphed into a movement in the United States. So hold on. Stay with me. So the truckers are going all over Canada, right? You had that local news dork up there in Canada going, there Maybe a hundred trucks. There's a lot of cars, but there's no trucks. There's no truckers. Meanwhile, Guinness Book of World Records is like, this thing's gonna shatter every record we have for this. But this local news guy, Josh, is there's no trucks. What are you talking about? Sure. Did you see the aerial footage of this thing? There's no trucks. This guy. Imagine being that dude. And and your boss not firing you. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine if you screwed up that bad and not getting fired, Josh? I can't. <laughs> if I were his news director, he would have been fired so fast. Like, what are you doing, man? Do you not see all of the other stuff everywhere about how massive this thing is, including, you know, the aerial photography? This guy. Anyway. <laughs> There's something called trucks there's a lot of cars there's no there's no trucks <laughs> so anyway right they get into ottawa and the truckers are demanding to meet with canadian prime minister justin blackface trudeau they're not going to leave ottawa until justin trudeau talks to them face to face and then what's the announcement early this afternoon ah oh, justin trudeau's got covid can't meet him face to face now isn't that convenient? So he, he's probably going to say the truckers got gave him COVID because they came into town, spread COVID everywhere in, in the 10 minutes that they were there, and now he doesn't have to meet face-to-face with them. Am I nuts? Josh doesn't think I'm nuts, and Josh always thinks I'm nuts, right? I'm just saying, sure does sound like he's ducking and running to me. <laughs> now, here's the thing. The caravan in Canada has morphed into a caravan in the United States. We'll tell you all about it coming up. Newstalk 95.3 Michiana's News Channel. You remember that Indianapolis teacher who was fired for exposing the critical race theory as being taught in schools in Indiana? Yeah, he's going to be on the show at 430. We're, we were doing an event with him. It was supposed to be tomorrow. The event has been postponed because of weather. We're looking at sometime in early March. So if you're looking at going to the CRT event tomorrow and you didn't get the notification yet, it has been postponed because of weather. We didn't want Tony drive; He was driving from Indianapolis. We don't want him driving in a blizzard. So trying to keep everybody safe, and we'll look at uh, some point in March, probably early March, when the weather is a lot better, and we'll do the CRT event then. But he is still going to join us in about an hour. All right, let's uh let's take a look at uh, what we got here. So in in Canada they got the big truck thing that is happening. This convoy. Well, a lot of people are wondering why isn't that happening in the United States. Now, for the record, a lot of protests have been happening in the United States. Many of them very very big. I've told you about my hometown of Las Vegas. Almost nobody knows this, but parents shut down Las Vegas Numerous times, thousands of people would come out at a time and shut down the Las Vegas Strip, walking up and down the Las Vegas Strip, protesting COVID mandates and and everything else. It just got no news attention because the news media here in the United States doesn't want you to know that this stuff is happening. The news media in the U.S. isn't even really covering what's happening in Canada either. But this convoy has spurred an American version. So. Here we go. The Freedom Convoy. After truckers held supporters of Freedom spellbound for a week as they trekked across Canada to protest the government's vaccine mandates, indications are emerging that America might be catching the fever to show coast-to-coast resistance. Former President Donald Trump gave the Freedom Convoy truckers and their supporters a shout-out on Saturday night during a massive rally in Conroe, Texas. Hey Josh, did they cover uh, on the news media over the weekend? Did they cover the the massive rally that Trump had on Saturday? Did they they bother doing that, or do they just kind of kind of ignore? They'll, they'll cover. They'll cover. I'm not talking about Fox. Everybody but Fox. Like three people show up at a Biden thing, and it'll be a big deal. I don't think the coverage was for the best thing. You don't think the coverage is for? the—oh, say so they, they covered it, but not yeah. not that it was a massively popular rally and lots of people showed up for, for other things. Okay. Yeah. He's, he's spreading COVID again. Anyway, uh, we want those great Canadian truckers to know that we are with them all the way is what Trump told the crowd, by the way, did you see that they booed the, uh, the governor of Texas? They booed him. Here's the thing Uh, you go. (sighs) You (laughs) You go from being the darling, of the conservative movement in the country, right? But you support some mandates, you do some COVID restrictions, and suddenly people want you out of office. And now Alan West is running. Colonel Alan West is running against you. And there's a good chance he loses, man. Colonel Alan West could win that thing. It's I'm <laughs> You could turn on a dime with politics these days. Anyway, uh, Trump said that the truckers and their legions of supporters were doing more to defend American freedom than our own leaders by far. Well, that's true. Uh, Donald Trump Jr. also voiced his support for the convoy in a video posted to Facebook on Tuesday. We need to see more of this here in the U.S. Let's support these truckers fighting for freedom, fighting as patriots in their country and patriots in America. He a beautiful moment um, yesterday, I think it was, where they were singing O oh, Canada and just thousands of Canadians singing O oh, Canada. Beautiful moment for them. Uh we need more people willing to push back and say enough is enough to the nonsense that is uh, Donald Trump Jr about the convoy in Canada. So, let me let me provide you with an update. The Freedom Convoy held its first press conference. They did that today. Guess what they did? They banned mainstream media from the conference. <laughs> Oh, I love this. Freedom Convoy 2022 held its first press conference with organizers. uh, Tamara, is it Leek? L-I-C-H. Benjamin Dichter and Chris Barber and Bash the Legacy Media only taking questions from independent journalists. Uh, We have all the time in the world, they said. This is also why we omitted certain news agencies from the press conference, including the Toronto Star and the CBC, who are banned from this press conference. And the reason that they were banned is twofold. First, this entire week, the CBC, Toronto Star, Yahoo News were retweeting and reposting, with a few others, kept putting stories out that our GoFundMe was frozen or suspended because of nefarious reasons. You know, right wing truckers, dangerous people. It was, it was, uh, and it was hysterical. Me and Tamara were were talking about it, but apparently that I guess that didn't happen. Um, so anyway. I don't know the details of all of that, but they were attacking the, the the press. So they had their first press conference here, and they said that some of these some of these folks were going to be banned, and they banned some of those outlets because of what those outlets were doing. And now, convoy to DC, which is a Facebook group, earlier today, and the number is probably much higher than that, earlier today hit 90,000 followers. Convoy to D.C., which is a Facebook group, hit ninety thousand followers. So that's. It looks like it's going to happen. So if you've got a pickup truck and maybe maybe you're see these here, here's a perfect opportunity for those of you who are truck drivers who offered to help with the supply chain issues, but the People's Republic of California wouldn't allow you to. This is your fight, because you tried to help. You were there for this country. You were there for your your fellow Americans, your neighbors and they did not allow you to do it because of some arbitrary nonsense that's not even based on real science. They wouldn't allow you to help. This is your fight. This is a perfect chance to make yourself heard if you're able to do so. All right, so there you go. Uh, the Facebook group, once again, convoy to dc earlier today had 90,000 followers. I would assume it's well over 100 now, but I, I'm not, I don't have the group in front of me. So earlier today it was well over 90,000. So there you go. Convoy to D.C. and now we've got the Freedom Convoy and everything else. It's um, it's getting going here in the United States too. May I make a suggestion? If you're going to, if you're going to participate in this convoy, without doing anything dangerous, without doing anything to harm anybody, make it impossible. For the media to not cover it. Catch my drift? Josh, you catch my drift? Make it impossible for the media to not cover it. Here we go. Read between the lines. Don't hurt anybody. But make it impossible for them to not cover it. MNC News time is 348. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 953, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Anderson. It's so sad, dude. It's like my, my coffee machine is sitting over there and it's just empty. There's nothing there. It's I went I went to get I went to get coffee today. Are you talking about the you talking about the one in the building? Oh see, I'm looking at my little one, but the one in the building, they don't use it anymore either. Because there's nobody here. We had this we did. People people think I'm joking about this. We did beta testing on my office, on my coffee. True story. We have a Tacoa coffee machine in there, which is a big industrial, amazing machine. And we were putting in the blends that we were testing for my coffee to see how the office liked them. And nobody knew. Nobody knew. And the one that I liked the most ended up being the one that had the most positive feedback. So that's where it rolled. That's Casey's Burning Brew, which we called it something else at the time. I don't remember what it was. But now there's almost nobody in the building because people work from home now. And now we, we never fire up the big old giant industrial machine and have, you know, massive mounds of coffee hanging out here. It's like, it's sad. This building used to smell like my coffee every day. Now it doesn't anymore. Uh, all right. So uh, leftists are racist. Example, 1,342,000,000. The district attorney in the People's Republic of San Francisco You might have heard of the People's Republic of San Francisco. It resides inside the People's Republic of California. The district attorney there is coming under fire because he let a guy out that was responsible for at least, Josh, at least 27 hate crimes against Asians. At least they let him out. You remember when they were blaming Trump for hate crimes against Asians and it turned out it, just, it never was a pasty white guy with a MAGA hat who was doing it, Josh. Never happened. Never materialized. Weird. Weird how that took place. And now that one of the guys has been caught who assaulted at least 21 people um, and is being charged with 31 felony counts and 31 hate crimes, hes they just... They just let him out. They didn't keep him behind bars. Like, what other evidence do you need that this guy is a danger to the public and should probably remain behind bars? The man who authorities say is responsible for 27 separate attacks that targeted Asian Americans has been released from custody, raising questions about the safety of the community and who exactly is responsible for setting him free, uh, George Soros is. Uh, There still needs to be accountability mechanism. There needs to be a way to monitor, to be able to check and see what he's doing and not just let him out. That is the former mayoral candidate, Richie Greenberg. Don't know anything about that guy. 37-year-old Derek Burrito has been charged with 31 felony counts and 31 hate crimes in a string of attacks where victims were chosen because he believed them to be Asian. They just let the dude out. Just like that. Just let him out. Not going to keep him behind bars. So even hate crimes aren't egregious enough to keep somebody behind bars these days. It's not just petty theft. Got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Uh, we're going with the pirate garb again today. So if you are watching the live stream, I am dressed like a pirate. You got the beard and everything. You seeing this? You're not You're not watching the live stream. You're, you're like working for the other guy, aren't you? Why are you working for the other guy? You work for me right now. What are you doing working for him? He's supposed to lose you for three hours, Josh. All right, every time we play the uh, Wellerman song, we, we, i got to dress up like a pirate for the next segment. want to thank R&B Car Company locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. All right, U.S. Attorney and the IRS. Um, this is interesting. Hunter Biden back in the news again today. IRS has issued a grand jury subpoena for Hunter and James Biden's bank records huh federal grand jury subpoena bank records as far back as 2019 from JP Morgan Chase related to accounts for Hunter and James Biden and former business partners Devin Archer and Eric Schwerin Don't laugh Josh. Be in don't be immature, man. You just came back. Can't be doing that to me. So these are documents that have been released by an anti corruption watchdog this week, the anti corruption nonprofit Marco Polo, founded by former Trump administration official Garrett Ziegler, obtained the filing which targets the financial ties between the four men and the Bank of China. Okay, according to New York Post. The issue of Hunter Biden's business dealings, especially with foreign nationals, was a campaign issue in 2020. This is a headline USA that was largely ignored by the mainstream media. It was only after the presidential election that Hunter Biden made a statement acknowledging an investigation. And we kept highlighting this. This is what was so interesting about that. You had an ongoing investigation of him and you couldn't get anybody in the news media to cover it. And Hunter Biden wouldn't address it in the moment the moment the election was over everybody acknowledged it was real they all hit it tell me how that election wasn't rigged again by the news media and others hunter biden revealed in a statement in december 2020 just following the presidential election that he was under federal investigation for possible tax fraud Uh, former president donald trump however appearing at a rally in texas this weekend promised the republican party would completely investigate biden corruption scandals if they take over congress in 2022 you know this is a big part of the this is a big part of the election it's not just having a majority of congress so you can vote on bills and things like that or stop or advance biden's agenda for republicans and conservatives it's really important to take back congress because you need those committee assignments because the committees that were investigating a lot of this stuff under trump Those people are, you know, they've let Devin Nunes now left. He's going to be a part of true social. Um, You've got uh, some of these other people lost those elections. Democrats took over. Democrats killed those investigations. So Republicans need to get back in there to reopen those investigations, open new investigations, and hopefully make some headway into some of the stuff that went on. If Republicans don't win, that doesn't happen. And the longer you get away from the actual issue, the harder it is to actually conduct an investigation. Uh, Let's see, where is the... Yes, for Hunter Biden, it's just the latest revelation in a series that have raised questions about his financial dealings and personal foibles, especially since a hard drive that allegedly once belonged to the president's son surfaced during the presidential campaign. Uh, Of course, we've got all of this other stuff that just came out here recently about Hunter Biden as well, about a month ago. Uh, And so this is... Don't have any further information for you, just letting you know, there is apparently a grand jury subpoena for these bank documents. And we'll see exactly what ends up happening with them. If anything goes with it, I, again, I don't hold out much hope so long as the powers that be are in power. And hopefully we get to a point where you don't have to worry about that anymore. And you can actually have real investigations taking place and, and people actually looking into real issues. But until then we don't, Hey, remember that spice company that hates Republicans. Uh, what is it? Was it Penzi spices? Is that the name of the thing? They're the uh, yeah Penzies. So have you ever heard of Penzies? Me either. I've never heard of this company. So Penzies Spices. They're based out of Wisconsin. They're the ones that had that email promotion where they were promoting a a Republicans are racist thing to celebrate Martin Luther King Day. Martin Luther King uh, was a Republican uh, anyway. Um, so. Now they've sent out another email. And this time they're kind without doing it while trying to keep it calm, they're acknowledging that they screwed up by making their customer base angry. Now there are businesses that are supposed to have broad appeal and they're supposed to sell to everybody and then there are niche businesses that kind of, you know, shoot up where you have a very specific and narrow clientele or customer base that you're targeting. And there's nothing wrong with that. But when you go from a broad-based business to a narrowly focused niche business, you're going to lose a ton of revenue. That is inevitable. It happens to everybody who does it. And that's exactly what is happening to them. So they've been attacking Republicans and conservatives, saying that they're all racist and everything else. The CEO is a, is a bigot. And now what they have done is they've sent out another email. This other email says, after starting the year with all Republicans uh, are racist and following up with uh, all Republicans are and Republicans. Wait, all Republicans are Republicans and then following up with Republicans are racist. We've set a nice little boycott Penzi's surge in motion. That is Bill Penzi. He's the CEO of the company in this latest email, according to the Washington Examiner. It certainly wasn't unsuspected, he said. But if it's within your means, you picking up a small stack of gift cards would help. Now, what does that translate to? Yeah, we, we, we figured we would probably tick some people off, but I think we ticked off more people than we were expecting. We need you to buy gift cards because we're struggling. That's, that's exactly what's going on. In addition to that, they're COVID scared, too. So now they're shutting down locations where people can't even get Penzi spices, or so they say. There's a good chance that there just isn't a market for them anymore. I don't know. Uh, So now they're also shutting down places. So you can't get the spices. And there's a bunch of people protesting the company who aren't buying the spices. And therefore, they're sending out a mass email to all all of their customers. By the way, Josh, what kind of a sad person is on a spice mailing list? What kind of a sad person gets on a spice company's mailing list? say it you and I are thinking the same thing somebody with six cats we all know it we all know the answer to that why are we hiding from it somebody with six cats somebody with six cats is on the mailing list of a spice company nobody else is on the mailing list of a spice company who does that why would you ever be on the mailing list of a spice company what could they possibly besides begging you for gift card money because they made half of their customer base angry other than that what can a spice company do for you what send you recipes? Everything has salt in it. There you go. That's <laughs> that's <a> recipe. <laughs> I was just thinking about who gets on a who gets on a mailing list for a salt for a, a spice company. So anyway, they're begging people for money. They're not selling spices. They're they're, you know, they're in trouble. They screwed up. And the company, who knows? We'll see if they recover or not. Not really sure. Uh, we'll have Tony Kinnett coming on. He's going to be on uh, about 4.30 or so. He is the member of the Indianapolis uh, school system who was fired for exposing critical race theory being taught in our schools. We'll have him at 4.30. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michigan's News Channel. we got to talk about this Spotify thing, especially since my Spotify is, has been really surging over the past month. Turns out that most of my listeners, um, well, I, not most of my listeners, but my fastest growing segment for my podcast is Spotify now. So here's, here's the thing. Um, people have been attacking Spotify. They've been going after Spotify because of Joe Rogan since Joe Rogan went to Spotify. Joe Rogan had a podcast, Joe Rogan had his podcast distributed everywhere, Joe Rogan did the video podcast on YouTube, he got a contract that was exclusive to Spotify, and he could do like clips of his show, but not the full shows, and and he has to do it live on Spotify. So it drove a ton of people to Spotify who had not used Spotify for podcasting before. Spotify is mostly known as a music platform, but now they've got video and they've got um, the uh, the podcast segment, which is growing quite a bit. They own Anchor.fm. Anchor.fm, if you're looking to start a podcast, just go there. Seriously. I've used a lot of podcast hosts. There's many of them that are good. Anchor.fm is probably the best one I've ever used. Absolutely love them over there. So, And it's totally free. They don't charge you a dime. You don't have a free tier and then have to pay more. They don't charge you a thing. Okay, So... You have, you have all of this kind of moving into the Spotify space. Joe Rogan gets the exclusive contract over there. Immediately, people start pitching a fit. Joe Rogan, I feel like I need to say this, is a self-identified liberal. He's not a conservative. He's not a right winger. I think he's more libertarian than he gives himself credit for because he doesn't seem to fully in my opinion, doesn't seem to fully understand what left versus right really is. He just, for the most part, he just believes people should be left alone, which is kind of a libertarian take. But that's Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan is known for having people on all sides of an issue on his show. And and that has always been the case. Always. He will have a discussion with anybody, which is something that everybody should appreciate. The fact that they don't appreciate that tells you everything you need to know about them. Friendly reminder, never in the course of human history have been the people who called for censorship ever been the good guys. They are always the bad guys without fail. So Joe Rogan has some people on that talk about some of the issues with COVID that nobody else will talk about. Uh, I have been right about COVID from the very beginning. A lot of the people that Joe Rogan is bringing on right now are people that were right there with me from the very beginning. We keep getting proven right. The problem with that is Joe Rogan has a massive audience. And because Joe Rogan has a massive audience, they don't want anybody to listen to Joe Rogan's show if Joe Rogan is going to tell them the truth about COVID or any of these policies or the science behind some of this stuff. They don't want that. So they have to cancel him. They've tried canceling him over transphobia because he believes in, you know, biology. Uh, they've, they've tried to call him a neo-Nazi and a racist, which most one of the most absurd things in the world, if you know anything about Joe Rogan. Now they're going after him for this. They just want Joe Rogan gone because Joe Rogan will not fall in line. You have to understand something. This is paramount for left-wing ideology. Left-wing ideology in the United States of America. Now, if you're one of the the Democrats or the liberals or whatever out there is going, no, 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 that's not me. You have no home. Nobody is accepting of you at this point in time. Because your party rejects everything you stand for if you're even remotely moderate on a single issue. Do you remember uh, not that long ago, leading into the presidential election, when the Democratic Party said any pro-life Democrats are not welcome in the Democratic Party, do you remember that? So if you're a if you're a left-wing Democrat on every single issue but you believe that human babies shouldn't be slaughtered, you are not welcome in the Democratic Party. They said that. The DNC said that, not me. Even that one little deviation from the norm You could 100% of the time agree with the party platform. You disagree on that one thing? Nope. You're the devil. You're not welcome in the Democratic Party. You should leave. Left-wing ideology is about compliance. Period. Right-wing ideology, we argue with each other all the time because we have different opinions. With the same core group of values. But left-wing ideology, you're not allowed to deviate. Not anymore. Used to be. Not anymore. You have to 100% be all in for man-made global warming. 100%, you have to be all in for abortion on demand whenever. 100%, you have to be all in. Higher taxes. 100%, all in. Tax the rich, even if it doesn't mean actually taxing the rich. You have to be all in on all of these issues. You have to be all in on wearing a mask all the time. Unless, of course, you're having a private party, Josh, because then you don't have to, because if you're a Democrat, you can have a private party and not wear a mask, right? Didn't our uh, top health official in the state of Indiana just have COVID again? What did she get caught doing right before that? Oh, that's right, violating her own mask ordinance. Yeah, yeah, hmm convenient. <clears throat> not like the mask would have helped her at all, but it just goes to show you, rules for thee, not for me. If you are on the political left ideologically, If you do not conform, if you do not fall in line 100% of the time, you are a weak link and you are to be cast out. That's Joe Rogan. He is not somebody who's going to conform with something that is nonsense. He doesn't believe you can change your gender with a snap of a finger because you can't. He believes in this little thing you might have heard of, it's called biology. It used to be considered a science, Josh. Not anymore. It used to be considered a science. You can live your life the way that you want to live your life. Just don't deny what is actually happening and don't rewrite what is actually happening. That's it. Live your life the way you want, which has always been his position. But he has people on who talk about this other aspect of COVID because nobody else will give them a platform because they've been effectively censored in spite of the fact that they've been more right than the Fauciites have. Nobody's been 100% right, but they've been a lot more correct than the Fauciites have. Now, here's here's what's so interesting about this. So, you know, you you, you got uh, all these musicians and everything. Oh, we're going to pull our content off unless, unless you pull Joe Rogan off and they're like, "Yeah, we'll keep Joe Rogan. Thank you. Bye, Neil Young." Nobody cares. Neil Young's got a song about the government killing people, Josh. And Neil Young and Neil Young wants to pull his music off of Spotify. To defend the government censorship position while having music attacking the government. That sound like a sellout to all of you? Of course it does. Now here's where things get real interesting, right? So Spotify finally kind of caves on this and says, so Spotify, we'll have a we'll have a warning on the content. Joe Rogan, who I'm sure was said, we have this contract just to, you know, just do that thing. Joe Rogan says, I will do my best to have a more balanced conversation in the future. I want you to just just stop for just a second and realize what just happened here. Yes, it's a form of censorship. Yes, this is a communist tactic. But here's the thing the reason that these folks were allowed on Joe Rogan's podcast is because they were not allowed to speak anywhere else. And now, the people who censored them wants Joe Rogan to provide equal time to the main narrative that you get every single day on the news, while the same people demanding that Joe Rogan give as much time or more To the the main narrative that we get from, because it's not mainstream, that's not an accurate interpretation. The main narrative that we get every single day from the Fauciites out there, they do not want the same balance given to all of these infectious disease experts, all of these doctors on the other side, including doctors who are a lot more experienced at treating COVID than the vast majority of the public health officials who are speaking about this on a daily basis and who have demonstrably been wrong from the very beginning. So Joe Rogan has to provide equal time and balance. Nobody else does. Only Joe Rogan. This is how the fairness doctrine works. If it's a left-wing narrative, you don't need fairness. You don't need to have the right-wing come in. If it's a right-wing narrative, even though this shouldn't be left and right, it's just become that way. If it's a right-wing narrative, you must have an overabundance of left wing coming in there to balance it out. Just think about how this, this played out for just a second. Just think about that. Joe Rogan has to give equal time to both sides, but nobody else does. More coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Valentine's Day is right around the corner. Get yourself a really good gift. Impress with Impress Jewelry Creations. Good afternoon, thank you for tuning in, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Do you want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw? R&B Car Company are your used car experts. You can find them online at rbcarcompany.com. Not that long ago, we were talking about Tony Kennett. Now, he was with the Indianapolis Public Schools. Tony was, he came out and he basically said, yeah, we're totally teaching critical race theory in Indiana. And then you linked to some public documents on the server. You didn't do anything illegal, Tony. You didn't expose anything. You didn't violate any confidentiality agreements. These were public documents. And you lost your job over it. Welcome to the program. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on. So this is a bizarre story. I think think the funniest thing that I read about this, it's not funny that you lost your job. And it's certainly not funny what we're dealing with, Tony. But I think I read in one of the articles that there were some people who worked in your school that demanded to be called before you came to the building so they could remove themselves to a safe space.
2: Oh, they weren't just teachers in a school. They were actually administrators that were handling the curriculum of the other subjects (laughs) in the entire school district of 30,000 kids. Holy smokes. So my supervisor had to call and let them all know. That I was coming to get a few things from my office for my extended quote unquote leave of absence so that they wouldn't be emotionally triggered and as my uh as the head of HR told me later, had clinical anxiety.
0: It's the beard, right? It's that sweet man beard you got. That's what scared him? No, uh, it's it's terrifying, I tell you what, it just uh exudes <laughs> such classical American confidence. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Clinical anxiety just because you're in the building. This is crazy stuff. But it's been a whirlwind for you, man, because you've been in this fight a lot longer than I think a lot of people have, have realized. I know that you've kind of burst onto the scene, especially in Indiana. But now you're all over. You're on Fox. You're you're doing Daily Caller. I think I, I even saw something with you on The Federalist, um, you know, but chalkboard review. Now the executive director of Choice Media TV. Congratulations on that. I mean, it's been a whirlwind. Thank you for very you. much.
2: It has. It's, it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've been working in education policy journalism kind of as a side project for the last almost a decade. Yeah. And uh, now it's, it's a blast to get to, you know, dig in full time and, and really put all of the gears forward to making sure parents see everything that's going on in education.
0: Yeah, Chalkboard Review is something that, you know, I've, I've referred back to many times in the past. And, you know, just I didn't realize it was you. Obviously, when it all happened, I'm like, oh, now I kind of understand who he is. And this is just this is one of those fights, though, that, you know, it's kind of weird. It used to be one of those things where it was quiet that they didn't want parents involved, Tony. But now they're overtly saying that they don't want parents involved. They don't want parents to have a say in what their kids learn. They want to be able to control that. And they're they're very upfront and in your face about it now, whereas in the past, it was always something that was just kind of done quietly.
2: Oh, absolutely. And now they. Uh, come out front and they say they don't want parents involved they they can say it in more of a passive aggressive fashion by saying parents are not intelligent enough they don't have the credentials they don't understand education they certainly could never have the mental prowess that we in education and higher academia have as though we've you know found some magical fountain of wisdom and uh it really is just to protect the minuscule amounts of power and authority that they have and it's it's transparently it's
0: it's rather sad. Well, we, there's this article that came out last week from that school board member that says, uh, "With respect, I do not work for you." Speaking to parents directly, uh, and that was a direct response, I think, to a, a concerned mom in that particular school district. But I think that's that's just their attitude now. Why don't you tell everybody? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't want to. Didn't want to cut you off. My apologies.
2: Oh no, not at all. It, it really is. I, they don't know who signs their checks. They don't know. People in my district had no idea that the information was public. They said. I didn't sign up to have my emails put on Fox News. Well, actually, you did. Any of our emails at any time on the public server can be viewed by any person in the United States. That's what FOIA requests are for.
0: This is a a bit of a weird one because it is extraordinarily hard to fire people within public education. And yet it seemed like it was a really easy process to get you out of the room. I've, I've been in several school districts where there was teachers who were having inappropriate relationships with students, never got fired, got moved around to schools, did it again, got moved around to another school. Here you just take public information and let everybody know about it. Next thing you know, they're, they're letting you go. How did that work? Is there some kind of representation that you had that failed or what? Well, it was, it was kind of funny. So they, they pulled me into a series of HR meetings.
2: And at one point they said, so we noticed that there was one day during the year that you scheduled off as a sick day, but really this doesn't cover our policy for sick days, so it really was a personal day and and so we just want to let you know that we could have fired people for less than that. And <laughs> it was very weird just to hear them kind of underhandedly say this like I was in some kind of Italian mob movie or just so that you're aware. Right. And I started to laugh because at that point it was such a sham. It was such a show. Uh, They were just trying to get me out of the district because they were receiving threats from other staff that it was either me or them. And they they were really up a creek because I directed all of the science curriculum and all of the science teachers and all of the science assessments. So if you have a bunch of buildings and principals that say we're not going to let your science guy into the building, they're kind of in a position. But, of course, they didn't stick with principles. They didn't stick with the legality. They decided it was much easier to me from the tree than a bunch of teachers who have no political Overton window acumen.
0: Well, now you're out of the way, so they can go and replace real science with whatever they want. I mean,
2: along with my termination, uh, they also had around 38, uh, 33 to 38 resignations that appeared on the school board. I am in contact with a lot of IPS teachers and administrators who are not a fan. But my personal favorite uh, tidbit of information is that my supervisor who is the science and math director, has never taught a day of science in her life. So the person that IPS has running their science program has never taught science.
0: While telling everybody that parents aren't qualified to teach because they don't have the experience. No,
2: but you know, got to have that doctorate in education. That's what a whole lot is
0: supposed. That's, that's it. You and I were supposed to do an event tomorrow. Uh, Mother nature uh, kind of, kind of interrupted that. So, You're going to come to town. You're going to talk about critical race theory. We're we're looks like we're looking at what maybe early March. We'll have a final date on everybody who is planning on going to that event tomorrow. But what is it specifically with critical race theory? What is it that's being taught in schools? I mean, just tell everybody what you exposed and and what parents need to know to help fight back.
2: So first and foremost, the biggest thing that I've had kind of an issue with is that people don't actually know precisely what critical race theory is. So I'm going to break it down as someone who studied it for eight years in one sentence. It is a lens with which to view the United States in every aspect as a racist nation. That is exactly what it is. It states that every single facet of our nation was created to uphold slavery and racism. Of course, empirically, that's not true. How this is taught in schools is very simple. You can, do it, you can do it curricularly, like with the 1619 Project, and you can tell students in a history class that a bunch of things happened that didn't happen, and... And a bunch of series of things in the United States have always been terrible. Or you can do it pedagogically, which means how you teach, by suggesting that the reason for each and everything in a class is meant to either uphold white supremacy or to restore racial equity or to do all of these, these fancy, interesting, high academia words. So critical race theory in schools is simply the aspect of saying that students subjects, ideas are responsible for racist things that have nothing to do with the color of a person's skin. In fact, it's all about equating someone's culture to their color so you can immediately stereotype them the moment you see their skin.
0: Pretty accurate description considering everybody else that I've had on talking about it as well. So it's very well done. How can people get a hold of you? How can parents fight back on this?
2: Well, there's a couple of interesting uh, resources that we have at the Chalkboard Review. So first of all, you can head to thechalkboardreview.com. You can click on our critical race theory toolkit where we show you the direct quotes from the people who wrote it over the last 30 years so that people can't use the argument you don't know what it is on you. Number two, I would encourage you to talk to your teachers. According to an Ed Week survey in 2017, it shows that only one out of three teachers are truly on the left. A large portion of teachers, they just want to go teach, and they want to go home. And when I was in the classroom, I loved sharing information with my parents, and they took very good care of me because of it. So I would encourage you to talk to your teachers and find out who and who is not willing to cooperate. Lastly but not leastly, uh, I would get involved in, in local groups. I would find things and resources to research, read the material, and I would encourage families around you to stay on top of things so that you can be an informed populace. And if you know a lot, then you can vote well.
0: Tony, it's been a pleasure having you on. I'm sorry that our event got delayed because of the weather, but we didn't want you driving out and that stuff, and a lot of other people were concerned too. I'm looking forward to meeting you in person in March, though. And this is going to be a fun event, so people who are interested in attending this, learning more about critical race theory and how they can fight back on behalf of their kids, uh, Tony will be coming to town soon. Sorry about the storm, but other than that, uh, looking forward to it, man. Thank you so much for the time.
2: Thank you. Look forward to seeing you all there.
0: All right. Thechalkboardreview.com for more information on this. we got more coming up. 95.3 MNC. 45 Communist Goals. Goal number 17, get Control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers associations. Put the party line in textbooks. What do you think critical race theory is? It's exactly what it is. Before I moved out here, my old stomping grounds, Clark County School District, reversed a ban on promoting communism in the classroom. It was codified that it was against the law to teach and preach communism. They reversed it, and now we've got CRT. More coming up next on 95.3 MNC. You didn't know that? Did you have to pay for books when you went to, uh, went to school? You didn't have to pay for any books, did you? Let me just ask a question, This is just a sidebar thing. For those of you parents out there who deal with this, you know what I'm talking about. Why do I have to pay public education? Why do I have to pay for the textbooks that my kid has, the workbooks that my kid has, the mobile apps that my kid has to use because of COVID when there was a federal stimulus that went to the school district that was supposed to cover all of that? So why do I still have to pay for it? And why do they keep trying to raise my taxes to pay for other things if I'm already paying for these things that they say that they need more money for. It's almost like, Josh, they're, they're getting a bunch of money and not using it for its stated purpose. Now, the school district that my kid happens to be in, this will be the last year, by the way, uh, is already more funded per pupil than the national average and the state average. Yet, parents are getting bills for a couple hundred bucks that they have to pay every single year. You know what you do? You know what they do if you're if you don't pay that bill, your kid won't get their diploma if they graduate. I looked at my wife because I, you know, there's a part of me that's like I don't pay this. I'm already paying their their salaries. I'm paying their buildings. I'm paying their utility. I'm already paying for all of that. The stimulus that they got that apparently they didn't use for COVID stuff. I'm paying for all of that, and so there's a part of me that's like, no, nah, I don't give them anymore. I don't want to, and <laughs> so my wife is like, well, they won't give her her diploma. I'm like, she's a little kid. She's not going to be graduating from this school system. Does it matter? Josh doesn't matter. Do you, do you think this school district can keep another school district from giving my daughter a diploma because we owe them 99 bucks? Probably not. There's a part of me like, screw you. Same school district just asked for, for a tax hike not that long ago. We didn't have enough money to do anything. We didn't raise your taxes. What would you do with all the millions of dollars you just got from the taxpayers? Why, why are you forcing us to pay for all these, uh, all these? And when you call and you ask them, because oftentimes they don't give you an itemized list. When you call and you ask them, what do they say? Oh, it, it, it's, it's for COVID stuff. You got some money from the federal government for the COVID stuff. So why do I have to pay for it? Just, just asking, you know, anybody want to answer that? Anybody, anybody, huh? Mayor of Elkhart, you want to answer that one? How about, how about anybody on the, the city council of the city of Elkhart? You want to answer that? Why is the school charging a bunch of money to parent? And this, they've been doing this longer than COVID. This has apparently been going on for a long time there. Why do you? Why do they have to pay money there? You get more funding than the state average and the national average per pupil. Why is it that this is the only school district I've ever been a part of where you have to pay like it's college for all of the materials your kid uses? We're not talking about consumables like pencils and pens and paper. We're not talking about that. We're talking about the actual textbooks. Why do I have to pay for that crap? It's already included in the cost Of you having a job. Oh, it's it's, all of these apps and stuff. It's it's for the the COVID thing. Well, you know, you got money from the federal government for the COVID thing. That can cover the cost of seesaw. Parents got to do it. Only some parents, though, Josh. So you got to meet a certain income threshold to pay for it. The rest of the parents don't have to pay for it. You know, the ones who go to Craigslist and constantly beg for free stuff. Those parents don't have to pay for it. Josh, those, those parents are good. There's a program for them. So I'm really just paying for them, too. That's, that's the issue. Good stuff, right? The fun part is when you start talking to other parents about it, and these, these parents ask their kids, especially the kids who are a little bit older, and they go, hey, the school is charging me for all of this stuff. Where, where is it? Since I'm paying for it, it's, it's mine now. So where is all this stuff? And the kid goes, I've never heard of that in my entire life. So now you're paying the school for a bunch of stuff that the kid isn't even getting access to. Nice little scam there, Josh. I wonder if any members of the school board are getting some kicksy-backsies on that. Just asking questions. I don't have any evidence that that's happening, but that's some kind of a funny racket, isn't it? All right. want to thank R&B Car Company located in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. Cue my audio, please. I want you to listen to Old Man Winter get really, really angry about insulin prices, and then I'm going to remind you of something that I told you in January of 2021, okay? So here's Old Man Winter.
2: Notice you cannot get that money for the insulin, The mm. child might die.
0: Yeah. Dead kids in insulin, right? In to your right? child. Mm. Yeah. It strips you of your dignity, damn it. Oh. Can you imagine looking at your child? Oh. Man,
1: You
2: know Mm. what they need.
0: Oh, so angry.
2: And not be able to do it?
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Many
2: of you have lost children. Mm. Many of you have seen.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Imagine. Mm. It's outrageous.
0: You know, the part where he said, look at your kid. See, Josh, what he did is he, he actually did the shake. It looks like a man who has experience shaking babies truly does. I believed his performance there on shaking babies. I truly did. Now here's the problem with old man winter, um, former vice president usurper in chief Joe Biden getting so angry about the cost of insulin. Josh, what was one of the first things that he did in the white? You got to remember, right? You got to recall back to January of 2021. When I mentioned this what was one of the first things he did shortly after he got rid of the pipelines and drilling and Raised the price of our gasoline in this country. It was one of the first things he did. Josh, you remember? you remember me talking about this? And then I did a recall on it about six months ago when it happened again. And not even six months ago, a few months back. That's right. Josh got it. He knew, because I've been talking about this for the entire year. Joe Biden is the one who raised the price of insulin. After Donald Trump lowered the price of insulin. And here he is getting mad about the price of insulin causing children to die, of which he is directly responsible. Josh, I don't think he was mad at himself for raising the price of insulin there. He didn't seem to be mad at himself. You remember when the election outcome was finally settled and I told you that this guy is probably going to raise the price of drugs so that way he can go ahead and lower the price of drugs later and then claim credit for it. Because that's an M.O. of a lot of politicians, but especially people come out of the Obama wing of politics, and Biden uh, took his cues from the Obama wing of politics because the Biden wing of politics that he had used for many decades prior to that had led him to almost no success at all. And one of the Obama staples is to... Cancel something that your predecessor did so you can do it a few months down the line and take 100% credit for it. Obama was famous for doing that. He canceled a Bush policy that Democrats hated, and then he would do that same exact policy months down the line, and then Democrats would love that policy, and he would be praised for doing the same exact thing that Bush did, only it caused a bunch of havoc because it wasn't done when it was supposed to be done originally. And Biden did the same thing. See, Trump had an executive order that reduced the price of insulin and other drugs. Biden canceled said executive order, raising the price of insulin and those drugs. And then a couple of months ago, Biden installed another executive order, reducing the price of insulin and other drugs, taking credit for it. And here he is speaking about outrage, Josh. He's outraged. Like, like He probably hurt his fragile little frail fingers on that podium by smacking it fantasizing about shaking your your child shortly after he smelled it without its permission. That, that is theater. Not a speck of that was real. Not a speck of that was authentic. And the fact that there's a bunch of people in the news media er, 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 clapping like seals that he's reducing the price of insulin without acknowledging that he's the one that raised the price of insulin. Trump had already reduced the price of insulin. Biden raised it. And many people many people have pointed this out and I I told you about this cuz he did it early. It was one of the first things he did when he came into the White House. He canceled the pipeline, canceled oil drilling, raised the price of gas and then he canceled the uh, the executive orders that reduced the cost of medicine, especially insulin. Canceled all of them. There's a bunch of people on social media finally pointing this out. You're the guy that raised the price of insulin. Why are you so mad about the price of insulin when you're the one that made it so expensive? It's a great question, I think. Josh, don't you think? It's, a go- it's almost like Pfizer or some other pharmaceutical company, and I'm not saying that they don't have the right to charge what they want for, for some of these drugs, but it's almost like if Pfizer invented a drug and then charged ten thousand dollars for the drug, and then Pfizer also complained about the drug causing cost, uh, ten thousand dollars, that that that's kind of what we're dealing with here. Well, it's your drug. You're the one that raised the price of it. Why why is it ten thousand dollars? And Why are you complaining about it? You're, you're the one that made the price that that high. So Joe Biden made the price of insulin high. He's the one that raised the price of insulin. And now he's outraged about the cost of insulin in order to promote his policy of reducing the price of insulin yet again when it was already reduced. Good to know. More coming up. ninety 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Yeah, man, I got to ask, how's Brooklyn doing, dude? She seems really worried about this storm. She's doing okay? You work with her in the morning? She posted about it today on on social media, and she's like, when I first moved to Michiana, because she's from Fort Wayne, when I first moved to Michiana, it was like, oh, the winter's going to be so bad. Lake effect, lake effect. And they have. They've been mild for like three years. And and now she's got this big storm. There's always like one storm that's like between six and ten you know, per year. Right. And the issue four years ago, maybe five years ago, was that we kept having these three to six inch storms once a week and in between was too cold for anything to melt. And so everything just turned to ice. That was the problem. As long as we get the big storms with some gaps in between where it can melt, we're okay. It's when they keep coming. I'd rather have the bigger storm that hits us one time and then there's time enough for it to melt in between Then have like all of these smaller storms that don't melt because that all adds up. That's when you start, you know, getting the snowblower out and and the sides of your driveway are like four feet tall and (laughs) you got a wall of ice that doesn't disappear until the middle of summer. And you can't park anywhere in the Walmart parking lot because they have a mountain of ice. they got a giant iceberg. It's, you know, a Titanic killer in the middle of the parking lot. There's always something like that. Uh, she seems really worried about it, which I suppose makes sense on account that she has to come into work early in the morning. So I, I can understand that. Um, John, I don't care about because, you know, John's John and whatever. John also spent a lot of money on a snowblower a few years back because he, he this is a true story. So John Zimney walked into uh, one of the, the hardware places and he said, I want the biggest snowblower you have. This is a true story. And so now John just has like the monster snowblower in the neighborhood. And so I'm not worried about him getting out at all, but I, I worry a little bit about Brooklyn. She seems very nervous. <laughs> this is, but see, John, Josh, this is why I think we should have a shower and a bed here at the station. Every radio station, every talk radio station needs to have access to this. Every radio building Needs to Like a hospital, man, you need to have a space for the overnight crews to be able to do emergency work for all of y'all without having to worry about coming into work. Nobody listens to me, right? <laughs> you need showers, at least two of them. You need, you know, I don't care if it's a bed. It'd be cots, right? You got to have at least two cots. Somebody's got to be in a privacy room, right? You could be a change. You can come somebody's got to be able to do that. We already know John's already got his office. That doesn't count. John, John can just do his own thing, but the rest of us are the ones that are out of luck. That's the, that's the problem. Oh man. But yeah, every year for like the past three years. Oh, well it was mild last year. So it's going to be bad this year. It hasn't happened yet. No, It's been pretty mild. And man, made global warming is working out pretty darn good for you. Ain't it? We were talking about happy cows. We don't want all the happy cows to be in California. We want them to be here free. Right? Free happy cows. Happy cows make better ice cream. That's what I'm told. Dr. Fauci told me. All right. (laughs) If Dr. Fauci says it's true. All right. Japanese conglomerate. Casey, why do we care about a Japanese conglomerate? Well, you probably don't. Uh, but liberals believe that the Japanese are better than us in every single possible way. So a Japanese conglomerate has found that the anti-parasitic drug, ivermectin, is effective and safe for the treatment of the coronavirus omicron variant. (laughs) Phase three trials, man. Phase three. Not one, Josh. Not two. Phase three That is effectively three trial phases more than the NIH has ever studied on cloth masks. Just so you know. So I want to make this crystal clear. So not only is ivermectin safe, but it is effective against Omicron. Not just earlier variants of COVID, but Omicron. Oh, speaking of Omicron, did you hear about the new super Omicron? It's even more infectious, but less deadly than the last. <laughs> True story. Because everything has to be more scary now. Yeah, it's going to be more infectious, guys. That's how it's going to work. There's a sub-variant which causes more infections, still far less deadly. Um, and Omicron, again, not real deadly at all. But here's here's the thing. You ready for this? Doesn't matter how many vaccines you have. Doesn't matter what the vaccines are. Doesn't matter how many of the boosters you got whether it's There's one, two, three, four, five, or six, okay? I know some of you local news people got like six of them shots up in your butt. Uh, this, this new sub-variant of Omicron burns right through all of them and the vaccines have zero effect on it, none. Not just in infections, but symptoms, Josh. The Omicron sub-variant burns right through it as if you had stuck yourself with saline solution. Doesn't do a thing. Hey, did you hear that, Bill O'Reilly? The vaccine doesn't do diddly squat on Omicron. The science is settled.
1: The evidence is clear. No spin, just facts.
0: My God. Valentine's Day is coming up. There's a good chance ladies, that your gift is going to fall short. And if you're planning on your gift just being you, I guarantee you it will fall short. So, ladies, do yourself a favor. Go to Impress Jewelry Creations and get your man the gift that he really deserves. Something awesome. Something worth your time, your money, your energy. Something that actually says, I love you. Go to ImpressJewelers.com or Impress Jewelry Creations. MNC News Time is 531. Oh, you didn't think I was done yet, did you? No, nah, man. Look, I waited all show. I, I, I was gone. How much how much COVID did I talk about? You weren't even here on Friday. I didn't talk about COVID on Friday. Gave you all, what, a week and a half? A week. I gave you a week of no COVID. All right. That's I gave and then I gave you a whole show with no COVID. A British medical journal is demanding access to COVID vaccine data. You know, isn't it amazing that when we found out that the Pfizer data, by the way, Moderna's finally been approved for all adults. Moderna was the first COVID vaccine, the very first one, just got approved <laughs> without emergency authorization, just now for adults. So when the Pfizer, data that was submitted to the FDA for emergency approval was finally released, we found out that Pfizer had killed a lot of people, 1,200 people, in the first, what, 30 days of this trial, okay, and had caused tens of thousands of injuries, okay, and, of course, the news media didn't cover that. Now, might that be something that should be covered? Of course it's something that should be covered. I heard Dan Bongino today getting, you know, it, it sounds like Dan Bongino finally is realizing who his pope is, and... Goal. Uh, Forty-five communist goals. Goal number twenty-seven: uh, infiltrate the church, replace, uh, replace, revealed re- re- religion. Excuse me, can't speak with social religion. That's exactly what's happening here. And from the very beginning, people knew that that pope was a socialist. From the very beginning. Yes, he does the poor thing, but a lot of socialist advocates do that. Um, you know, again, it's it's real easy to pretend to be poor for short periods of time when you're like one of the richest people on earth. I'm just just throwing that out there. So the British medical journal BMJ has demanded pharmaceutical companies release raw COVID-19 vaccine data. BMJ editors, uh, Peter Doshi and Fiona Godley and Cameron Abbasi published an editorial stating that data should be fully and immediately available for public scrutiny adding that much of the data from major vaccine manufacturers cannot be accessed because the vaccinations are not approved by the Food and Drug Administration. And the data that we did get after a court-ordered ruling on Pfizer showed that Pfizer was not as safe and not as effective as you were told it was. In other words, the experts lied to you while telling you that I was lying to you those same experts are the ones that are demanding that Joe Rogan be censored and bring more of the experts who got caught lying to all of you onto his program to provide a counterbalance to the people who have been right the entire time. Isn't that that interesting? Funny how that works. So you've got the British Medical Journal going, hey, hold on a second, you know, Now that this Pfizer data, some of it's been released, and that Pfizer and the FDA are fighting so hard to keep it hidden from everybody for 70-some-odd years, they lost that battle, though. They start looking at it. They see the same thing everybody else is. Anybody who's actually looked at the data anyway. And if you're in the news media and you haven't looked at the the FDA-Pfizer data yet, you should be ashamed of yourself. But they're looking at it and seeing the same concerns that anybody who would look at that data would be concerned with. And so now they're saying, well, the data we do have on Pfizer is pretty concerning and the FDA is only producing part of it. We want to see everything. Why are you hiding? This is the British Medical Journal. This is not Casey Hendrickson. Why are you hiding the data from the public? This should be fully available to everybody, medical journals, science journals, and to the general public. Why are you hiding it? The only reason people hide something is if they don't want people to know what's in it. Right, Josh? That's the only reason people hide something. You don't hide something that you're proud of you don't hide something that you want to promote you only hide things that you don't want people to know so ask yourself very simple question get out of your cult of personality why do they not want you to see the data on these vaccines in their clinical trials because the stuff that was exposed in Pfizer was not good for Pfizer and they didn't want you to figure that out for 70 some odd years more coming up. Newslog 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Well, it looks like the uh, the new live stream setup works really well, theburningtruth.us. You can click on the live stream there and watch the live stream, interact with the new live chat right there on my website. Uh, so far, so good. Been very happy with the new system. We're basically beta testing the new system until the new website launches. Stay tuned for that. Yes, new show, new website, new social media network, everything happening in February big big month for this program in february so definitely stay tuned make sure you go to the burning truth.us get the podcast get the daily show prep again the live stream and of course sign up for that free newsletter that's the best way to stay up to date on any cool things that are happening with me and this show is bill o'reilly we'll see you tomorrow